Every single play of every single game impacts you in some way, shape, or form. It's You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. The wonderful Football Wednesday edition of You Better You Bet rolls on. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, and you here with us on the BetQL Network. What a uh, what a second hour of the show we just had with three amazing guests, Dave Wanstead, Pete Prisco, and Jeremy Roenick. Our friend Ryan Noonan is going to join us in just a moment, talking Championship Sunday in the NFL. Maybe get some live betting thoughts on the Farmers as well in the world of golf. I know Ryan's got some guys that are going right now, so we'll talk some live golf betting with Ryan Noonan plus Championship Sunday coming up in a couple moments. Also this hour, Ken and I will give you our thoughts on the updated side of total markets for the Chiefs and the Ravens, the Lions and the Niners. Championship Sunday in the National Football League with all the updated injury information. We'll also give you our thoughts on everything that's happened on the NFL coaching and general manager carousel. A lot of breaking news in the world of sports, and that's like my favorite thing. Like, absolutely love it. We love it on the show, and we will get to a lot of it as we move along. Matt Moore is still to come from the Action Network, talking Adrian Griffin fired by the Bucks. Doc Rivers in, and we'll get Matt's NBA bets for tonight. And Ken and I will give you our bets for tonight coming up to close the show in the final hour, the power hour. But this is the third hour, a.k.a. not the final hour or the power hour. And we start the third hour of today's show, Talking Championship Sunday and some golf, with our buddy Ryan Noonan from 4 for 4 and Betspurts. And as he corrected me uh, last time, and he was correct to do so, he is not just on the Move the Line podcast, (laughs) which features, among others, our friends Connor Allen and John Daigle. He is the host of the Move the Line podcast. He also does golf content with our good buddy Andy Molitor. Andy is the co-host of the Deep Dive podcast with our friend Drew Densick, who comes on the show every Monday. A lot of hashtag synergy here amongst the guests on You Better You Bet, and we love it because they're all great. Uh, on Twitter, at Ryan Noonan. Ryan, welcome back to the show. It's Nick and Ken. Happy Championship Week in the NFL to you and yours. How's it going? It's going well, gentlemen. I appreciate you having me back. Uh, Rick Camp, part of the family as well, uh, 4 for 4. So there's a lot of good yeah. uh, You Better You Bet vibes. Yeah, you know, I think he's a very handsome man. He refers to himself uh, as fat. Uh, you know, I you know you see Rick Camp in person, and, you know, you can't help but stop and, and uh, just appreciate the awe of, of the man live. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm super stoked for, uh, for Championship Weekend. It's, you know, I think from a betting standpoint, a little bit tougher because, again, we are – on a Wednesday, we like to pick off some maybe some bad lines. You guys do the, you know, did it move or what's going on? Like we're we're pretty we're pretty sharp right now with where we're at in this market. So I'm I'm excited for some good football. But I I think uh, some great matchups coming down the pipe. How have uh, how's the playoffs been for you so far? Like, did you did you bet teams to win the Super Bowl at the start of the tournament? Did you bet anything at the start? Has it aged well? Like, where are you kind of at? With, are you you know some people get gun shy at this point? Like, maybe they you know had like, San Francisco and Dallas against Green Bay and stuff. Like, maybe made some bad bets. How's the postseason been for you so far? Yeah, the only thing that I took in the future market is I took a uh, you know a nice plus money Niners to win the NFC when it was available. Uh, so that's I think aged pretty well. Uh, now where the prices are, but it's not a heavy market for me. I try to dabble, you know, and I can uh, tune into you guys. I think you guys do a fantastic job at, you know, capping the awards market. So I try to, uh, you know, get some synergy there with, with some thoughts that you guys had there. But uh, yeah, otherwise it's not a market that I jump too heavily into. But you feel pretty good about Niners in the NFC, obviously, with where we're at currently. Before we get to, like, the bets coming up for this weekend, I am hoping, Ryan, and look, if you don't have these, it's totally okay, but um, the last time we had you on the show, I think was prior to week 18, and you gave us some tackle props, including, like, a guy, I yeah. don't even remember who it was, but EJ Speed or something in, like, the Colts-Texans game, yeah. I think it was, and the guy that went, was like, way it. over, so I... 
we can like specifically talk about what the bets are. Do you have any tackle props for us coming up though on Championship Sunday? Uh, I've bet three so far because I thought it might come up. So yes, uh, I, I saved <laughs> I saved one for the show. I saved one for you guys. Um, so you know, I'll share the stuff that I've already put in. Our subscribers at Four for Four are very passionate. We love the tackle props. They move these lines pretty quickly. Uh, but some of them move into spots where. Still, maybe some plus money uh, if the line moves. Uh, I absolutely love Nick Bolton. Uh, this week, you can get. I played over eight and a half tackles uh, and assists on DraftKings. I'd play nine and a half if you could find plus money anywhere. Bolton's like one of the best tackling linebackers in the league. Multiple early season injuries. And then they had like a linebacker rotation when he came back, kind of messed with some of his production. But since he's been back, uh, last couple of weeks, 97% snap rate in all um, the last three games, 13, 10, and 13 tackles in those contests, not even really great matchups uh, for linebacker production. And now he gets the, the Ravens. Uh, linebackers against the Ravens average a league-high 19.2 tackles and assists per game. 30.6% of all tackles against the Ravens come from the linebacker position. So I got Bolton at like 9.9 .9, uh, in this one. So if you get like a 9.5 plus 110, I still think there's value. Uh, the 8.5s at you know, minus 120 are gone, uh, but Bolton's a great one. But I'm going to go with his teammate. I've not given this out anywhere. Subscribers don't have this. This is FanDuel-specific. Uh, MGM, the king of sportsbook, has this at 6.5 plus money. I'm okay with that as well. Uh, Justin Reed, safety for the Chiefs, over 5.5 tackles and assists, which is minus 135 on FanDuel. Uh, at least six tackles in eight of his past nine games, 11 tackles last week against the Bills. And now we have a, another great spot. It's against the Ravens. You know, where, they, where do they play? They win and scheme everything either through the run or through the middle of the field, right? We get, and we get Mark Andrews back. Um, opposing safeties averaging 15.7 tackles and assists per game against the Ravens. That is 25% of their tackles. That is top five in the league. And Reed's kind of a Swiss Army knife. He plays a high rate of box snaps, uh, plays a lot of slot corner for them too, especially against high-performance tight ends. So I think he'll draw a lot of Andrews in this spot. Five and a half is a great number. Again, he's cruised over this in uh, eight of the last nine. So I don't know what they're doing. Sleep at the wheel at FanDuel, but I'm fine with plus money, six and a half over at uh, MGM. It's like cheap Chiefs to make tackles. <laughs> Seems like the, the narrative. Of the Chiefs to make tackles. Ravens is, uh, to run a lot of plays. And, yes. And uh, it's, it's funny because I'm really like, well, that's, does that mean you think the Chiefs are going to win? No, it just means they're going to make some tackles, like dummy. Uh, yep. Bolton is eight and a half still at MGM juiced over. to be like, oh, like it's a lot to the over. Why is that? Ryan's telling you why it is because he liked it. And so a lot of people bet it. And so now it's minus 150. And then Reed's six and a half plus 105 at MGM, kind of the five and a half, six and a half difference being priced in in that one. So, all right. So like some some kind of segue here to to talk about the AFC championship game. So you like the over on those tackles. Uh, what do you actually think is going to happen in the game? Market moving against the Chiefs, basically mostly due to injury information for both teams, I think. Uh, looks like it's going to end up at around four. So Ravens about a four-point favorite and a pretty low total, 44 and a half. Obviously, we know what both defenses have done so far this year. Do you have a, a strong opinion on what do you think is going to happen in the game? I think uh, I think it was it was Whale was talking about it where I think this is like a great hindsight spot, right? Like either way, we're going to be on Sunday afternoon and go, yeah, man, of course it was the Ravens. Like they were so much better than the Chiefs and basically every team in the AFC all season long. Wow, it should have been more than three, three and a half. Like I should have jumped on the threes when they were there. Or then you're going to be like, wait, we got three and a half with Mahomes in any scenario and we didn't take it? Why in the world did I not hammer that? Why do I not have a larger Chiefs ticket? Um, 
so I'm kind of in that camp because I don't think if you're originating lines that you can land on three and a half. Um, so there's some sort of like Mahomes mystique baked into that. And I don't know that it's enough. Um, I, and I don't know. I don't have any way to quantify that. And it's very hard. It's not really how I think any of us really come to betting things with, with a lot of feel. But I think it is part of this. Um, now, I think the Chiefs have a lot of success running the football. Uh, I don't think that they have quite as easy of a matchup in terms of what they're going to be able to do against you know linebackers and safeties here with with Kelsey. Obviously, we know they went really heavy and got as many of those like fifth, sixth string linebackers on the field for the Bills as possible. They're not going to be able to do that here. But I kind of believe in some of the Mahomes magic. The thing that was really interesting to me on the other side is I felt like I had a really good handicap on Texans, Ravens. And I thought there was something that the Texans were doing pre and post snap to disguise their safeties and it caused Flacco a ton of problems and it worked. It was happening in the first half against the Ravens. I'm sitting there feeling really good about my nine and a half. And I had like Lamar rushing, Lamar rushing uh, most in the game, all these things that I thought correlated well with like, he's going to not do a good job at processing post snap. He's going to tuck and run and panic. And then they did a great job in the second half adjusting. Cause you look and the numbers bear it out. First half Ravens averaged 3.9 seconds to throw um, 4.7 yards per set. Per, per attempt massive dip that 3.9 in the first half went to 2.5 in the second half so kudos to munkin completely neutralized the blitz got the ball out to playmakers with lamar to still run and do his thing the weird thing here with spags they're going to blitz they're not going to blitz like the texans did but they bring, bring blitz from a different vantage point they often blitz they 12th highest rate in the league but they are top five from a corner blitz standpoint so they're going to bring faster more athletic blitzers they make it a little bit harder to scramble for lamar maybe can help him be contained a little bit here and again like this chief defense has been fantastic and they haven't turned anybody over like some of their like yards per play you know their third down stuff their red zone stuff they're doing it without the benefit of any like you know turnover rate they're like 29th in turnover rate so they're just straight up beating people so i think they're going to be a problem here um i want i want mahomes and i want more than three and a half i don't even know that i want three and a half yet i haven't taken anything because i don't know what you guys think i don't know that we're done moving yet so i'm gonna have mahomes hopefully more than three and feel pretty good about it yeah and i think ken had been said mgm is still a juice three and a half for baltimore but there are some fours on the board right now for the baltimore yeah. ravens like a positive injury report early in the week right now for baltimore you better you bet with nick and ken on a wednesday talking championship sunday with our friend ryan noonan from four for four bet spurts and he's the host of the Move the Line podcast on Twitter at Rye Noonan. Rye, NFC Championship game, Niners laying a touchdown against the Lions, total of 51. What have you got for us? I think the Debo stuff, I'm sure you guys have touched on, I think is is pretty massive. Um, you know, the Debo on-off splits are a little noisy because they also tying in uh, Trent Williams. Like there was a stretch there where obviously they lost three straight in the middle of the season and all, you know, the, both those guys were out for those games. Obviously, you know, Debo got injured in like early in the Cleveland game. But like when you look at some of that stuff, pretty noteworthy, you know, yards per play, three point, uh, like basically you know, yard and a half lower. EPA takes a nosedive, success rate almost 10% less with Debo on and off the field. And look, the weather was a massive issue. Uh, and I think that we're going to have a spot where we were all kind of maybe hoping that we would get a discount on the Niners based off of kind of an air ball for Purdy in a big spot. It just never happens. I think seven uh, makes a lot of sense. You know, golf is, I, I just talked about this on Move the Line with Connor and Sharp Clark, and I got some massive pushback. Um, I think Jared Goff is underrated uh, in a sense. Now, look, it has to be perfect. But what happens more than anything in terms of like taking a snap and dropping back, 
you don't get pressured more times than not. It's a clean pocket. And when he has a clean pocket, he is incredibly accurate um, and takes care of the football in an elite way. Now it all folds like a cheap shirt. When things go sideways, it's like you get a little dust in the computer, the whole thing shuts off you know, like old school Nintendo. You got to pull it out and blow in it, put it back in. Like that's Jared Goff. Now the Niners obviously present a different issue because they're allowed, they can bring pressure without having to scheme it up. They don't have to you know, generate any like fifth and sixth rushers. They could beat you with their front four. That's harder for Goff. I think they really try to run the football. I think this total might be a little too high at 51. Uh, even though there's going to be explosives, I think, on both sides, I really do think that both teams, I mean, the Niners are very comfortable, especially with the lead, taking the air out of the football, running it, milking the clock. So 51 feels a little high. I think that's probably where you want to go because I think we're moving to 50 and a half in some spots too. So it's probably Niners, maybe Niners alts, because I could see a scenario where the Niners do it big here, maybe Niners team total, because maybe there's some backdoor issues here, but uh, probably Niners stuff. I'm just a little bit worried about what happens if there's dust in the computer chip and uh, Jerry Goff has to maybe you know drop back in an expected way and not have to really might kind of maintain and control the pace of the game. Ryan, good thoughts there on the the two NFL games. We have like a, a minute left for this. You and I were talking right before we came on. Tyler as well, bet, betting the Farmers Insurance Open. Obviously, at Tory Pines, they're playing right now. First round kind of coming to a conclusion soon for a lot of the key players. In about a minute here, do you have a like a, a player that either you've bet already or now watching the first round and seeing the odds board that you like? Like one golfer, maybe people could throw a couple bucks on win this tournament? Yeah, my pre-tournament bet is still basically the same price, uh, and he's playing the easier of the two courses. So we get we have a, a split round one, round two, north and south course. The harder course is the south course. Part of the reason I really liked Ludwig Aberg or Aubert, um, it's going to take me a little bit of time to uh, to mess with that pronunciation. Uh, I thought like he's going to be a great fit for the harder course. You know, uh, we joke about like, hey, long and straight plays anywhere, uh, and of course, like that's. Fantastic. But where does it like, where do you really benefit from having that as your main skill set? And in his early career, Aubert is just absolutely dynamite off the tee. I mean, he is in the Mount Rushmore of elite drivers in the game in terms of distance and accuracy. Now, really thick rough here, really long course. Uh, you know, you have a lot of plurality of shots from like 175, 200 plus. He's really strong there, can scramble. Um, so I like him quite a bit. Now he's on the easier course today. He's at four under, so he's not absolutely like lighting it up, but he's, you know, T12 with a bunch of guys. But I think he's really going to separate himself over the next three days on the harder course. So I'm still comfortable. I got 22 uh, pre-tournament. We still have 20s out there, uh, and I'm very comfortable with that. So I think you probably get some live, you know, plus money on a T20. Uh, and I don't mind the, the dabble if you like outright betting on golf. Uh, 20, 22 to one is still nice on uh, Obear. Good job by our guy, Ryan Noonan. Also, like giving like a bet MGM specific bet for a tackle prop. We love that. And saving the bet for our show, Ryan. We really appreciate that. Of sports books. Uh, and and to right. be fair, and guess what? He, he's right. On Twitter, at Ryan Noonan, 4 for 4 bets, Burt's the Move the Line podcast. My friend, best of luck with all the bets. Stay well. We'll talk to you soon. Appreciate it, guys. Coming up next, we've got breaking injury news on Niners star receiver Debo Samuel. We will share it with you on the other side. 